Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And it seems like maybe the eighth time is going to be the charm here. I don't know what this means for Ken Zampezi, who's on the staff. Does he stay and, and continue to coach under Biennemi, even though he interviewed for the same role? That's kind of awkward. They got a lot of things to sort out, and presumably that's what they're going to be doing in this interview with Biennemi today. But for all of the talk about how long this took and the fact that it's February 16th and they still don't have a coordinator, Danny, if Washington ends up with a guy who's been running the Chiefs offense with Andy Reid for the last several years, people are going to be really excited. They should be. This is a celebrity. This is a name. This, is again, is a guy that should have been a head coach. He should have already gone through the head coaching, go to your first job at, on you know being in charge of a bad team, it not working out because the organization's bad, and now he's on the free agent circuit as a head coach. He should have already been a head coach multiple times over. You should not be in this position, but you count your blessings and you take advantage of it. One thing I... One thing I keep wondering is how different will the offense be for Enemy here compared to in Kansas City? Because I think one of the mistakes we make, I'm guilty of this, I think a lot of us are, is assuming that what we've seen a coach do previously is all they do. And what truly good coaching is, is actually making the most out of whatever situation you have. Yep. When Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback in Kansas City, you should throw the ball a ton. If you come here and you have the ability to run the ball and manage the game with a what is essentially going to be a rookie quarterback in Sam Howell, you should probably uh, run the ball more often, yeah, which I think the enemy would do, clearly. But this particular situation is more interesting to me because Reed calls the plays. Reed is the mastermind of the offense. Reed does most of the scheming. It's all in his image. And he has long been a guy that preferred the pass to the run all the way back to Philadelphia. The knocks on him for not committing to and sticking to the run date back to his earliest days as a head coach, right? What is enemy if he gets to do it all his own? I think we always just assume that if you work under someone, you do it the exact same way. But you have your own ideas. Think about George McPhee and Brian McClellan. Totally. George McPhee was the general manager of the Capitals. When they fired him and hired Brian McClellan, everybody said, why would you do that? He's clearly going to be a disciple of McPhee. He's going to see everything the same way. And the first offseason, he went the exact opposite of how McPhee always did it. Gave out some huge contracts to defensemen. Niskanen and Orpik among them, and they end up winning a cup. And he's been excellent ever since. But we just assume the enemy is basically a mini a clone, Andy Reid yeah. in how he views things. The offense could look very different here with different personnel. Wade Phillips spoke about this um, in a recent interview, and he said, you know, sometimes you have superstar players. I have, I've had Aaron Donald. How stupid would I be if I forced Aaron Donald to do something that he's not the best at? Sometimes you have to just let your players play. 
if I have Pat Mahomes, he gets all the freedom, all the autonomy. I, I'm not going to govern him. I'm not going to say, hey, you know that magical thing that you do where you don't look and throw it sidearm on the run back across the field? Don't do that. I'm, I'm missing out on you know a highlight a week that way. Here, you might have to be more structured to protect the guy. You maximize what you have, and you cater your approach to maximize your talent, which is what's best for the organization. Let's go to the hotline right now. BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Jay Binkley is there. He is the postgame host in Kansas City from uh, Chiefs Radio in 610 out in KC, and he joins us to discuss Eric Bieniemy. Jay, thanks for some time in the district. How are you? No problem, fellas. How you guys doing today? Doing very well, doing my well. friend. We're Good. talking, yeah, we're talking about Eric Bieniemy potentially coming here, which is I, I still kind of can't believe that sentence just came out of my mouth, but but <laughs> here we are. What's the thought as to as to his relationship right now with with Andy Reid and the organization? Is it one of those things where you kind of have to you know let him fly free so that he can you know maybe maximize his own career arc? What's sort of the feeling now? I think so. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy that's been here since day one of Andy Reid. It was 2013 when Andy Reid took over. Never forget the first day of training camp. You know, standing out there and watching the enemy. He was a running backs coach at that point. And the way he was just coaching the guys up and the guys would do anything for him at running back, you're like, man, this guy's going to be a head coach somewhere. I could, I could see this guy being a head coach. And then, you know, things transgressed and Doug Peterson or Matt Nagy was, was a coordinator than Doug Peterson. Then he eventually took over and the rest is history. But there was talk last year if he's coming back with the Chiefs or not. Um, he's interviewed with half the league. Um, just can't get his opportunity, which you would think, you know, the, the stamp of approval that anybody in the National Football League would want is Andy Reid. And Andy Reid has given him the stamp of approval. He's talked to other teams about him. He has gone out, out of his way saying he should be a head coach in this league. And so is Patrick Mahomes. I can't think of two other guys uh, giving you a reference right now in the NFL than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but it's just not meant to be. And there was talk last year of you know, him going on and trying to prove himself because everybody's going to look at Andy Reid, the one calling the plays. But I will say this. He memorizes – the game plan each week. He helps the game plan being put in every week for the Chiefs. He's the guy that lets the Chiefs do what they do at the end of the game. Whenever they come with those trick plays and all that, it's Mahomes and Kelsey, and it was Tyree Kill doing that at the end of practice. And they check with the enemy. Is this legal? Can we do this? This formation. And so it's the enemy and Reed that would let him do it. Um, maybe this is his way to just prove uh, himself outside of Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, maybe that's his only way. Uh, to a head coaching job in the National Football League. Maybe that's the way they see it. Sometimes your time is just the right time to leave an organization. Um, You hate to see it, though, because uh, you've seen other coordinators come and go uh, with this team, but not him. So I'm on a text chain with a couple of my good buddies who are longtime fans of the Washington Redskins and Commanders and football team and and all the names that they've had. And the text that I I got 20 minutes ago was, the any me coming here makes no sense. It just makes no sense. And my response to them, I disagree, is I think he's got to leave there to get a head coaching job. They've got some weapons. Like, I can argue the other side of it. But do you personally think he should leave the situation he's in now with Reed and Mahomes and more Lombardi's probably coming to come here? Is this the only path for him to get a head job at this point? It looks like it. Um I thought the time was right three years ago. Didn't happen. Thought the time was right two years ago. Didn't happen. Thought the time was right last year. Didn't happen. Thought, okay, maybe it'll happen this year, and it's just not happening. So for him to be a head coach, I think this is the only way 
for him to do it. And listen, National Football League is an ego-driven league. Guys like to prove themselves. And as long as Andy Reid's still in Kansas City, people know that he's the one that calls the plays. And eventually he kind of turns it over. He was letting Matt Nagy call a few plays um, back when he was here the first time. He let Doug Peterson do it a little bit. Limited fashion. And But Eric Bieniemy is, is a big part of what this team is offensively. He knows it inside and out. He's, like I said, he's been, he played for Andy Reid. This guy's played in the Super Bowl as a running back. So he's got the player's respect um, as a former player. And for a guy that knows every inside and out of Andy Reid, I mean, this guy knows the whole Chiefs organization, how they built it, the type of players they look for, um, what kind of plays they run. You would think any team would want him. And I'm shocked, shocked teams in the AFC West didn't want him because if you're trying to beat the Chiefs, which they all were, because they brought in Russell Wilson in Denver, and they brought in Devontae Adams with the Raiders and Chandler Jones, and they brought in Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson with the Chargers. But the one guy they didn't bring in was Eric Bieniemy, the guy that knows Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes inside and out. He's been here every day since Patrick Mahomes has been here. I mean, this guy knows how the whole thing operates. He's, you know, he knows how the whole the whole system works, and no one wants to take a chance. He would be outstanding in Washington, 100% he'd be outstanding in Washington, and get to prove himself. Because if he goes out and proves himself, it, 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 it's in sports, you know, where guys bet on themselves, and a lot of times it works. You know, with players, that they bet on themselves, they end up getting that, like, here, like uh, Judge last year. You know, he kind of bet on himself, didn't take that deal with the Yankees, and he goes out and has a monster year. Well, he bet on himself. Well, Eric Bieniemy would be betting on himself because he stayed in Kansas City. The results are probably going to be similar to where they're at, but he's not going to get the cred if he goes to Washington and turns things around. Six Ten Sports Radio. Not that Jay, a lot needs to be done. Yeah, well, we we have plenty of work to do out here. Jay Binkley with us here on Grant and Danny. So here's why I'm asking this, right? Like, there's some there's a lack of clarity, I think, in some ways, and people who, who don't know any better will just kind of go, "Yeah, but it's Andy Reid's thing." What does he do during the week? Like week leading up to the game. Game day itself, what is Eric Bieniemy doing that is kind of unique responsibilities to him? Because people tend to discredit it because they think it's Andy Reid's show. Well, they do, but other guys have had success. I mean, Matt Nagy, even though he got ran in Chicago, became coach of the year in the NFL. Andy Reid's won NFL coach of the year one time. Matt Nagy's won it one time. And Andy Reid's fifth all-time in wins and second all-time in postseason wins. So go figure on that one. And Doug Peterson, the same way. It's what they learned in Kansas City, but those guys didn't have any more autonomy, really, than what Eric Bannany has had with the Chiefs. But, you know, supposedly he memorizes the play sheet and what Amy Reid does. The guy's kind of got a photographic memory where he memorizes exactly what the Chiefs want to do. And um, from all indications, which we never know exactly what people do inside and out on a daily basis, but he puts a lot of the game plan together. He and Amy Reid, they sit down and they, they come up with the game plan on what to do, and he's been instrumental in that. And he knows what Andy Reid's thinking. He knows how to attack defenses. They did it against Philadelphia with the, um, you know, the, the two touchdowns they got with the going in motion, the split, and going back because they saw something in the Philadelphia Eagles defense. And Eric Bieniemy was a huge part of seeing a, a weakness and tried to exploit it in the Super Bowl, and it worked out. Um, the guy's a creative guy, and if nothing else, I mean, think about all the things that just rubbed off on him. Being with Mahomes and Andy Reid every day—I mean, that just—you can't—you can't—you can't put a put a put any amount of money on that. Jay Binkley is with us, six ten radio out in Kansas City post game for the Chiefs, uh, breaking down a lot of wins on that post game show as they just won yet another Super Bowl, and he's hopping on Grant and Danny here on the fan to talk Eric Bieniemy. How might his offense look different than Andy Reid's? One concern that I have is this is a run first 
staff led by Ron Rivera, and he's as pass-happy on early downs, which I love, by the way, as anyone in the league over the last five years in Kansas City. Do you think he could be a, a, a more balanced or a run-first kind of oriented coordinator if he came here? Yeah, I do. And, you know, being a being a running back uh, background that he was, a uh, running back, great running back in college, a Super Bowl running back with the Chargers in the National Football League, and we're seeing a running offense that got better this year, better and better. And he was a former running backs coach with the Chiefs. I, I don't think he has any problem with the running game. Matter of fact, it was a running game, not the passing game, that really um, – was a star for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, the Eagles were the team throwing it, not running it. They were supposed to be running it, not throwing it. And it was the Chiefs running it, not throwing it as much in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think the enemy would adapt with anything he has. He looks at the skill set of what the players have. And the Chiefs did a lot of learning about uh, Patrick Mahomes because he used to be you grab the quarterback, you throw him in the system, and you expected them to know your system instead of learning what, what made them good in college. And really, I think a really good example of this is an RG3 first came to Washington. They looked a lot of what made him successful at Baylor and they tried to run, you know, similar plays to that. Well, the chiefs did that with Texas tech. Um, matter of fact, teams have even played Texas tech and scouted what the chiefs do offensively because it's so similar um, to what they did in that RPO game. And Andy Reid's constantly watching college uh, football. He's trying to adapt, trying to see what they're doing uh, and trying to keep up with the college game. And Eric B is a huge part of that. So I, I have no doubt in my mind, that he would be excellent in the running game because you're talking about a guy that was a Colorado offensive coordinator, running back coach in Kansas City, and you know a former NFL running back. So um, the ground game would probably be, uh, make Eric Bieniemy happy. When you guys talk out there about who's most responsible for the development of Patrick Mahomes, what names are on that list, and, and where does Bieniemy come in? Patrick Mahomes first. Um, um, Kafka, Mike Kafka is going to be a head coach in the NFL probably within a year. Is that with the Giants now a big part of it? Uh, Matt Nagy uh, was a big part of Patrick Mahomes' development. That's why he's back here now uh, with the quarterbacks. But I, definitely Andy Reid. Andy Reid first and foremost for the development of Patrick Mahomes. That's why they selected him. Uh, there's been a lot of debate in Kansas City who selected him. The old GM that got fired the summer after they got Mahomes or the new general manager they have now. And I'm always shaking my head. It was Andy Reid. I mean, Andy Reid made the final decision on, on who got that. And believe it or not, guys, it came from the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> who would have thought Buffalo would have traded the Chiefs to Tim Peck and changed the course of the NFL and the, and the hopes and the dreams of this town with their football team? But it was the Bills' arrival, um, which is crazy to think about. But I would say I'd say Andy Reid first, then Eric Bieniemy too. We're talking adaptability, and Grant kind of brought this up already. But, you know, it can be a coaching challenge here. It, if, if, you know, Eric Bannemi is having a conversation with Sam Howell and going, that's how Pat Mahomes does it. Sam Howell might be able to say, I'm not, uh, yeah. Pat, I'm not Pat Mahomes. That guy's pretty amazing. Maybe the best to ever do it. I'm me over here. You know what I mean? In terms of adapting his style and what he wants done and, and kind of working with what they have, how do you think he'll fare in that regard? I think he'll fare well. And, you know, Mahomes is just different. And everybody kind of knows that he's just kind of different. He's kind of like an offensive coordinator himself. Um, you know, being coach, and I expect him to get the Manning treatment and everything else going forward when he's he's not even 30, he's 27 at this point. But eventually I think they turn a lot of it over to Patrick, especially in the final two minutes because he just knows defense is so well and and pretty much knows it even before the coach knows it at different times what defenses are doing to him. But the enemy has seen it all. And that's the one thing. If you've been in practice every single day with Patrick Mahomes and see how he works, see how he operates – 
And then you take a look at the other players in Tyreek Hill and his development from running back to wide receiver to the combo that he was, you know, Eric Bieniemy oversaw all that. And he understands the versatility. The Chiefs will draft guys that can play different positions. They want you to play different positions. They like speed, 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 but you have to be able to play. It's not like the Raiders that only went out and took the fastest guy in the draft. I mean, they would get close to that, but they won the football players as well. And Eric Bieniemy certainly skilled in, in that part of the game. I think he's got to be a tremendous hire. Um, he's got a football mind. He's a football guy through and through. Um, and just to be around Reed and be in his office of coordinating and learning from him the way he's done in Patrick Mahomes. And I get it. It's tough if you have another guy and you're like, well, Patrick doesn't do it this way. Well, he'll find a way to make it work because he, he looks at the skill set of what players can do and doesn't push them. If the enemy leaves to come to Washington and they elevate Nagy from that quarterback coaching role back to OC to replace the enemy, mm-hmm. Will there be any concern about the loss of the enemy and, and kind of the ripple effects that sends, or will it just be business as usual for the Chiefs? I think it's business as usual. I mean, it's the way the first time that uh, Nagy left and Doug Peterson left. Uh, things kept going, and things are always going to go as long as Andy Reid's here and Patrick Mahomes. And we haven't seen a lot of coordinators come and go except for Nagy and, uh, and Doug Peterson. Kafka wasn't exactly an offensive coordinator, but he was certainly – you know, in the mold to do that in Kansas City. Um, but it, it's tough to say. Uh, I think the ship continues to go. As long as you have that guy, it's like the Philadelphia Eagles. They lose their offensive defensive coordinator, but I don't think the team's going to slip as long as Nick Sirianni is there as head coach. But the Chiefs have been able to keep the special teams coach, keep Spagnola, keep these guys around year in and year out. And, you know, we, kept, we thought there would be an English going to jump last year. Dedden has a one-year contract, comes back to the Kansas City Chiefs, and, this might be his only way um, to go out and really bet on himself, prove himself. But how long is he going to be there? Like if he goes there and turns Washington, to the, well, again, Washington's already you know in, going the right direction. But if he for some reason goes there and all of a sudden they're top three in a bunch of different categories, yeah, he's betting on himself, and, and he, teams would be foolish not to hire him. But they've had their opportunity and just won't do it. And I don't know why. Jay, really appreciate the time and insight, buddy. Have a great weekend. You guys do the same. Take care now. Jay Bankley, post-game, Kansas City Chiefs radio out uh, where they win Super Bowls routinely in KC. The last part that he just mentioned, though, there gives me some pause. and worries me just a tad, which was that he said, yeah, if they lose the enemy, you just kind of put up your 50-plus passing touchdowns next year because it's still Mahomes and Reed. You still have those guys. And that is a way of saying, with or without the enemy, Reed and Mahomes are going to be Reed and Mahomes. Now, they lost Peterson. It didn't matter. They lost Nagy. It didn't matter. They lost Kafka. It didn't matter. Andy Reed is the guy. He's the dude doing the stuff. On the flip side, though, Peterson turned into being a really good coach. Yeah. Kafka is going to be a head coach next year. Nagy, we all make jokes about, but was, as he pointed out, a coach of the year who won 12 games with the Bears at one point in time. So maybe it doesn't matter that the Chiefs wouldn't necessarily miss him. Maybe that's not a great way to judge his importance. It's a data point, though. It's a data point. But the the guys that have left, who you'd make the case they don't miss, have mostly been success stories since leaving, which is a good sign for Biennemi. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a a good case where, you know, Somebody dropped off the, the face of the earth once somebody – Arthur Smith, for example, leaving Tennessee, I think, was devastating for them. All of a sudden, Ryan Tannehill couldn't, uh, you know, muster a forward pass, basically, right? Like, But that makes sense because their head coach is a defensive-oriented guy, and they didn't have anyone else on the offensive side of the building 
that ran precisely. Everything. So it shows like the intrinsic value of that one guy. So had Kansas City, for the sake of argument, fallen off, not that they would, because Andy Reid's there. At, to your point, but let's say once Doug Peterson is gone, they they their offense drops 15 spots, and you go, oh my god, it really was that guy. Their offense is going to be great because, as you said, Mahomes and Reid are still in the building, and you could sort of fill the rest in. Not necessarily a knock on the enemy, but interesting to think about. All right, we told you would give away defenders tickets this segment, so let's do it right now. Caller number 10 at 800-636-1067. You're winning a four-pack of tickets to the D.C. Defenders home opener on Sunday night at Audi Field, February 19th this weekend at Audi Field at 8 p.m. They take on the Seattle Sea Dragons. Be there all season long. Get your defenders. Season tickets right now today starting at just 20 bucks per game. Buy now at xfl.com slash tickets or visit thefandc.com slash contest. If you don't win those tickets right now, we are giving away four more tickets in 40 minutes at 4 o'clock. you got to be listening to Grant and Danny. Next, Ryan explains it all. I think I've come up with a pretty good prompt today. And on our double play at 345, very controversial decision was made by a restaurant. Do we agree with it or disagree with it? You're listening to the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.